I have a little boy called William who has got cerebral palsy and because of him I started a blog called Mum on a Mission. I also run a Facebook page under the same name um, and I discuss all sorts of things about life with a disabled child. When my son William was born after complications, I knew that things wouldn't be quite as we planned. His diagnosis was quadriplegic cerebral palsy, GMFCS5, and that didn't really mean much to us in the early days. We'd never heard of cerebral palsy, and I had no idea what the GMFCS ranking meant, so we really were feeling our way in the dark. The medical professionals were so busy trying to manage our expectations about what William wouldn't be able to do, they almost forgot to focus on helping him to learn the skills he might have been able to do. And we were always given doom and gloom predictions about his future. Things like, he'll never walk, he won't be able to sit on his own, or he won't be able to tell the difference between you and your neighbour. Instead of focusing on the things that he might be able to do and helping him to make sense of those. It was as if those so-called professionals had some sort of crystal ball which wasn't functioning quite right. Had they bothered to try the old trick of turning it off and on again, perhaps it would have been able to provide us with some small glimmers of hope in those darkest days. Maybe that crystal ball would have told us he'll be the happiest child you'll ever meet and he'll have the most infectious laugh you've ever heard. Or he'll enjoy sitting in the wheelchair, people watching and snooping on strangers' conversations. If it had, perhaps those first few years might have been a bit different. Of course, it is important to be realistic and not provide false hope. But is false hope worse than no hope? Realistic hope back then would have managed our expectations, whilst giving us a sense of hope for the future. Some of those predictions were right, of course. William can't walk, and he needs support to sit up. But are those two skills really all that important? They were way off with the prediction about his vision, though. He wears glasses, but his vision's low on the list of problems he has to deal with, and his face will light up as soon as he sees someone he knows when they walk in the room. He has no trouble recognising people. William might not be like all the other boys his age, but that doesn't mean that life is all doom and gloom. Far from it, in fact. We laugh and enjoy ourselves, just like other families. William was a sheep in his school nativity this year, and he got really excited about Christmas and all the presents that Father Christmas bought. Life is different. We have to plan things a little bit more, and our house is full of equipment instead of toys. But is that really so bad? We're now supported by an incredible team of experts who focus on all the cans instead of the cannots, and they will do whatever they can to make sure William lives his life to the full. So I just hope that the crystal balls that the medical professionals rely on so heavily have been upgraded by now, almost nine years later, so that families like mine aren't stripped of all hope for the future, simply because they're afraid of giving false hopes. Come and get in touch, you can find me on Facebook, Um, I'm also on Twitter at Mums Missions or on Instagram as The Mum on a Mission.